This episode is brought to you by Zeratech Software Development. Are you a company whose commitment to excellence demands effective software tools? Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help build or enhance your technological systems with mobile, web, and backend solutions. You can find them at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Welcome to the Obsessed Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Herkus. In this podcast, we get to meet and hear from folks who are obsessed with a wide array of interesting endeavors. We dive into some awesome stories and look at the mindsets and the psychology of those who are obsessed. Let's go. Hey guys, thought today would be a good day to do a reflection episode. Uh, I really enjoyed those. Go back listening through the highlights before I recorded this even actually I started working on those. Uh, It always puts me in a certain mood. It's just interesting and fun to look back on and and it like brings back like a nostalgic feel for me even to to sit back and listen to some of those conversations. Uh, Anyways, it's I I sometimes laugh too. It's I'll be listening to them and I I was there for the conversation, but I'll be listening to them and I'll ask the person a question and I'm fired up to hear what they have to say. Uh, so it's, uh, anyways, I enjoy it. It's fun. Uh, but anyways, I also wanted to talk about a, I guess you'd say like a release rate announcement in a way and not that necessarily anything's going to change. Uh, but you know, for, for anybody who's listened to this enough, you've learned that I'm going through some health stuff not necessarily clearly defined, but just some pains and stuff like that with arthritis or whatever, some autoimmune stuff, um, which I'm learning is super common. Sounds like a lot of people are dealing with similar things. Um, but with that learning through some of my conversations and through life, that stress is a component of that. Um, so trying to learn what stress is, I don't even feel stressed. It, it doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Like mentally, I feel I can handle any of this. Uh, but trying to learn what stress is and how it manifests itself in my health, uh, and stuff like that. So what I, what I'm really focusing on right now is just family work, real estate, that side of things, uh, and haven't put as much intentional time into the podcast, more just letting it happen naturally, which is my plan moving forward. And I guess that ties into the, the release rate announcement, if you want to call it that, uh, of more of not that anything's necessarily going to change, but I'm just removing any internal, uh, pressures, I guess you would say. And again, any pressures that are there are all internally driven, but removing the thought process of like, Oh, okay, I want to get another one out for the next Monday, or I got to edit it on a Sunday night to get it out first thing in the morning. Uh, stuff like that, where you just, essentially letting it happen naturally and we'll just release them as they come. So there'll be some weeks where uh, nothing does come out on a Monday and then it may be that for four weeks straight things do. So uh, I guess that's the announcement more so that it's not going to be as regimented of a every Monday release rate. And the really the focus again is on just the health family side of things to have it be again, like, okay, we're camping for 4th of July. I don't have any type of internal pressures to say, Hey, I need to get back. I need to go and edit the next episode and get it out there for the next week. Uh, again, trying to learn what stress is for me Uh, and kind of interesting. I know, I I think it's something a lot of people deal with potentially. I mean, everybody's stressed in their own way, right? Uh, a lot of people deal with it, but are unaware of it. Whereas I feel like now I've got like a thermometer. I can feel it when I'm, when I'm pushing, uh, or I have too many things on the plate. 
is, uh, it manifests itself in, in different health things that I'm going through. But, um, so yeah, trying to learn what that is and then essentially setting it up where, okay, the focus is on family, on real estate, uh, on just uh, more of a simplicity, simple life and working on things like, okay, exercise, health, wellness, uh, mindfulness, whatever this whole picture is. Again, it's something I'm still figuring it out. So if any of you have any good advice or tips or things to think about or whatever, certainly let me know. I'd, I'd appreciate it. Uh, or, or things that you've done to help with stress. Again, this sounds so weird as I talk about it because I don't even feel stressed. I feel like I can manage this all but I think your body will know that you're stressed before you know that you're stressed. So essentially the, again, the removal of the deadline for me is just removing one stressor. I don't even feel stressed about it, but again, I, I'd be lying to myself if there wasn't some amount of internal pressure to produce, right. To release at a certain rate and get it out there. And again, I mean, I can't even remember how many in a row we did. It was like 86 episodes straight or something like that. Some of them for two days, two times a week and some of them one time a week. And that included uh, a couple months off guiding out West last fall, uh, many family vacations, stuff like that. So there's some logistical things that we've had to, uh, or just got through, which is uh, to me pretty cool. I mean, to look back on it is super enjoyable. Again, I've learned so much. I'm still super, super excited about it. So again, if you guys have any more recommendations of folks to talk to, let me know. I've got a good list. I'm fired up for some of these conversations. Just get them on the schedule and get them out there. But anyways, I appreciate it. Here is the different highlights since the last time I did this. Hope you guys enjoy it. And again, if any of you guys do have anything with on the stress side of things, the autoimmune side of things, uh, anything I can do to help, or you can, I guess I'm looking for advice from you too. Uh, how do you manage that world if that's something you're going through as well? So, okay. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Keep hanging along and we'll keep rolling. Forrester Research interviewed 206 senior technology leaders in major organizations responsible for software development sourcing. 63% said their software development service partners do not have a full understanding of their end customer. If you're dead serious about moving faster and getting more done, Zeratech software development can help you move forward with confidence. Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help solve your problems with mobile, web, and back-end solutions. As they align with their clients, they use a proven method to understand the scope of the problem and help demystify the steps to make it go away. They will deliver the software solution you need, and they do it with the integrity that you'd expect from a family-owned business in the heartland of America. Schedule a call with the team at Zeratech today at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Immediately, you're you're kind of just you you knew you're in a in a different world, but I mean, yeah. At the same time, you're I was excited about it just because it was a tropical destination. Well, you know, a lot of guys for their first post they might have got just yeah, whatever, whether it be Middle East or whatever, mm -hmm. might not be somebody that, or somewhere that they're as fired up on. But for me, I got the Caribbean. I'm like, oh, this is, sounds like a great place to to work. You know, I remember right. even at the time, I'm my first year. I mean, I guess my first year in the program there, I was in Trinidad, so. It was Christmas Day, and it was you know you're in the Caribbean. Well, after work, we went to the beach, you know. Yeah. So, and I'm going to the beach, and I was eating some like you know bacon shark sandwich that they had. I'm yeah. like, is, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I do want to be home right now because it is Christmas. But I'm like, this isn't so bad either. Yeah. Right. Again, because dopamine's good, it's a natural 
physiological response. Mm -hmm. And again, we can talk about mind and body and like obviously these things are connected, but there's some degree of separation there. It's weird, but those dopamine hits that the physiological, this is good, ought to be found in purposeful things. Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason why, you know, a man building a house brings him great satisfaction. Yeah. On one hand, he's getting a dopamine hit. Why? Because he's engaging in a purposeful thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where you know a lot of addictions are really things that have gone awry. Sure. Good things gone about poorly. Right. A man ought to, and because we're men here, it's easier easier for us to talk about from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um you'll get less immediate dopamine from building something. It's hard work. It requires you to sacrifice things. But the end result, again, just at a physical level, brings a deeper level of satisfaction, and that helps to drive, again, at a physical level your pursuit of those things that if you will that obsession mm-hmm. yeah again the, the effectiveness of just getting yourself to think that way i'm just trying brainstorming like is there a psychological career path that fits that without having to be necessarily the working with a serial killer for example travis you want to take that or should i sound yeah off? so there, there there definitely is because the wonderful thing about psychology is it's also it's the wonderful thing but it's also one of the things that makes it so conflicting for a lot of people yeah is that psychology is based simply off of philosophy right and you know once you if you remove the like biological aspect from the psychology foundation of everything mm-hmm. um and so it really comes down to what you choose to do with it um you can choose to use psychology to focus on like we we've brought up uh, being youth leaders mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. you can choose to use the psychology aspect of everything to create a positive impact on youth mm-hmm. you can also choose to use the psychology impact like you said to work with psychotic individuals right um if that's the way you go yeah yeah it's harder to describe but the um like the level of awareness i had where uh like everything was silent like ringing in my ears and i could like look at the water running and then be able to hear the water like be able to like hone in on stuff and like be completely um aware of like where i was at and like of my surroundings but i wasn't like it was yeah i wasn't scared or anything i was just like super aware like all right so like this is serious you know why did you have that attitude and these other guys didn't is it because you came to a lower point or does it speak to like some childhood lessons you learned or something like that? i think that i think that i don't know i don't know man i don't know if i mean i i'm not sure why that is i ask myself that question sometimes because i've run into other people that were the same way right i have a friend of mine best friend of mine dude he's eight years sober and he doesn't have like a huge record or anything. He did get it. He did get, I think it was, he might've got two DUIs, but like one day he just woke up and he was just like, this is garbage. I'm not doing this anymore. I went through a phase as a kid where I would repeat everything I said. So like I would say it. Okay. And then I would whisper it to myself oh, yeah. again. Yeah. And like trying to make sure, I don't know if it was just like making sure I said it right or whatever. Yeah. But it was just something I did. And then, one day I got called out on it. I don't remember what I said, but then I whispered it back to myself and he turned back to me and was like, what'd you say? And I could tell by the look on his face, he knew what I said right? and that I was repeating it back to myself, but he was just like, he, maybe he didn't know if I knew it or he was like kind of teasing me, you know? Yeah. And I was like, nothing. 
and whispered it back to myself. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, I need to fix this. And I don't know. I mean, since that day, as far as I know, I don't do that anymore. Or maybe I have a few times, you know. Yeah. Actually, the first game over in Austria would, it was an away game. Yeah. Jumped on a bus with a bunch of guys who don't speak my language. Yeah. Like quite a bit, like 12 hours. But that game was cool. It was like an old barn. There's seats on old, and they, the fans, they literally just like, it was like a soccer stadium. Like they chanted like the whole game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Right. I have never experienced that. And it was just, I don't know. It was, it was just cool. Like, He's got guys yelling, right. waving stuff is kind of cool. Huh. Did you, uh, were you the only American there? Oh, uh, there's, my roommate was an American. So that, that was actually huge. He, okay. he was into touring and stuff too. So you got me out on a lot of seen. I probably seen a lot more because of him. Yeah. Um, and, but otherwise like the, not much English speaking people around you then, eh? No. Yeah. I remember even just like one game in Austria, there was like a big late scrap like in front of the benches and like fans were like right on top of the, so they're just like yelling and yeah, yelling uh, like in German, like <laughs> and like other guys on our team are yelling, like I have no clue what's going on. Yeah, It's a part of it. Yeah. And I think in Lake Superior, you know, it's fun to fish in different places. It's, you know, it's really boring for me to fish in the same place twice, you know, day to, you know, day after day. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that is part of it where you just, you know, you got this big outward motor, you fire it up and you, you know, you go until you find somewhere new and interesting to fish. But yeah, traveling, I think is what, Okay. like living in Alaska and all of the fresh meat that they cook people up there are very very health conscious so it was a way for me to be surrounded by people that ate healthy food had healthy relationships with food and so I didn't have all of these temptations I didn't feel crappy it was like that was I think my the turning point in my eating disorder was mm. living in Alaska mm-hmm. in 2014 okay so then I'm curious from there I guess like it feels like there's like many dynamics at play at once. Like you're for sure, yeah. Uh, the food side of things, the nutrition, the uh, the Crohn's, yeah. That and then like medicine, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. like, I feel like your relationship to those things ebbs and flows through that trajectory potentially. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious for there, like for example, it feels like right now in the um in the what's the word for arthritis, Crohn's, all these, I'm just having a, a brain autoimmune. Fart autoimmune. In yeah. the autoimmune world, it feels like there's a growing trend towards, again, this is me being exposed to it for five months, right? Yeah. Towards, hey, don't medicate, like work with diet, work with any way you can to not yeah. go on medication because the medication is going to lead towards worse things in the long run. Yeah. Again, that's my only exposure. Like I've been working with the wellness weight. Like that's what they yeah, will talk about, yeah. right? So I don't know if that's a growing thing, but it feels like it is. And I'm no, just No, I think it is. And I think, I think COVID boosted that. Yeah. I yeah. think... Um, the silver lining of COVID was that more people are more health conscious, more people's eyes have been opened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a very positive thing that came out of COVID. The, the, uh, the, the different things it teaches you about, again, winning, losing, leadership, struggle, overcoming, uh, relationships, all of it. It's, it seems like it's undeniably important. I mean, just the idea of working hard when you don't have to. Yeah. You know, um, if we could instill that into people that, you know, just go and work hard, Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, 
you know, work hard. Yeah. It's like, you guys want some cheese? <laughs> and we're like, no. He's like, all right, cool. And then he whips a Yui like on the road right next to us and goes back the way he was going. And it's like, he just made this huge U-turn to offer us some random people cheese. Like, yep. I have no idea what this is about. <laughs> but yeah, it's really random stuff. <laughs> why, why did you take the cheese? You got to dive a little bit deeper as far as why is something, like I said earlier, you got to look at the signs your body's giving you. If your immune system's flared up, it's probably because you're something you're doing to it. Yeah. It's most likely because of something you're putting in your body because 70-80% of your immune system's in your gut. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you want to take it off, put something inside your gut it doesn't like. Right. Um, and so it's just so funny that people are, they'd rather go take a pill every single day and not look into it at all and be so resistant to to a, like a chiropractic care or an alternative care outside of um, modern day medicine. It's a nice piece of land, so they're like, oh, you're hunting on a game farm. And I was kind of bothered me because I did hunt hard, and it, it took a lot to, to do well. Yeah. Um, over time, I, I decided that I was going to start dabbling in public land hunting, and now that is 100% of everything I do is on public land. Yeah. The challenge is, is much higher. I get more satisfaction of it, and it's, it's, it's a way for me to kind of prove the people – wrong that initially doubted it you mm-hmm. know doubted the deer i shot or right. discounted the deer yeah yeah it's uh are you pretty competitive i am yeah for sure because <laughs> i can yeah. see that being like okay one person who enjoys the hunting and somebody discounts it like okay i don't care what you think but the other side is like okay i'm gonna show you you know and i feel like right. i'm the i'm absolutely the competitive way i'm gonna lean more towards the i'm gonna show you you know yeah but we started setting those up so that you always have something to look forward to. So when you deal with mental health struggles or any type of depression issues, you know, sometimes you can feel hopeless and you can feel lost. But if you can go, you know, today might not be my day, but I know I have this stand up comedy show coming in like two months and we're going to go have this great time. And we turned it into a, just an all around event. We would go down and there's a in Burnett Park in Milwaukee. It's on the south side. It's a, entirely a Hispanic neighborhood and they line up these taco trucks all along this one area between two soccer fields. And if you go in there um, during the summer at night, there's soccer games going on on both sides and they're the best street tacos in the world. Hmm. And it's so interesting because they're so affordable compared to what we're used to paying for an Americanized style of Mexican food. Like their tacos are $3. And so you can go there for 20 bucks and stuff two people to the gills. And you're watching these young kids, they're listening to music, they're inside this food truck, they're kind of dancing a little bit, making food. And they've got piles of fresh cilantro and they've got this beautiful meat that they're cutting up and they got it on a spit roasting over here. And it's just, you see all these fresh ingredients and then they hand it to you and you're, they give you this pile of food and they're like $9. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, so it got to the point where the first few times we went, we would eat tacos twice a day for like two, three days, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if they're using it four days after I talked to them last, uh, they're not doing that to be nice. No. They're doing it because they're getting usage out of it. And I remember that just being like Christmas, Hmm. like I would like kind of work on something else, maybe go work out or something and I'd be done working out and I'd think about how Wildwood was using steelhead and I would just be like (laughs) unreal, like (laughs) smile on my face, like, you know, it was an unbelievable feeling. Hey guys, thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you have and you feel so inclined, share this podcast with your friends, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and give us some feedback with a review. Until next time, thank you.